This is Our People and Mother Earth on 91.9 FM KWSO. I'm Samaya Allen. The final destination of the canoe journey brought Inchiwanapum, the Big River People canoe family, to the Muckleshoot Reservation. KWSO got to interview a variety of other canoe families in attendance at Muckleshoot's community center. Alex Edwards, a member of the Mohawk tribe and a skipper of the Blue Heron canoe family, spoke to KWSO about their journey. My name is Alex Edwards. Uh, my Lachute name is Kakikud. I am Mohawk, Turtle Clan. Uh, my line comes from Kantege, also known as Tayaninaga Mohawk Territory. I travel with the Blue Heron Canoe family. I am a skipper for the canoe. Uh, over the last two years, uh, I was able to meet with the uh, Blue Heron Canoe family. I was introduced by my mother to them. Uh, and pretty much instantly, I found myself very much uh, enjoying what they were doing in the off years from Tribal Journey. Uh, joining them on paddle practices, doing community service events, working on art and gifts together. And from there, I knew that I wanted to uh, spend as much time with them as possible. And I am very honored to be able to join them this year for uh, the first tribal journey back after the hiatus. There's way too many lessons to learn to count, but I think the biggest and most important one that I've really needed to look at is uh, the idea of respect uh, more than anything. Respect for the elders, respect for other canoes, other canoe families, other people, the hosts. Um, There's so much respect that you need to put towards everything because the hosts are caring for you, letting you sleep, feeding you, the other canoe families who are traveling alongside you, uh, the hosts at the skippers meeting giving you uh, times and ideas to leave and uh, providing you with uh, good gifts, good snacks for your family, respect for the canoe for staying strong, bringing you their respect for the pullers for maintaining their strength and keeping themselves strong throughout the day. It's just a lot of respect for everything. To get someone to come along next year, all I'd say is um, if you're ready to spend a few weeks sleeping in a tent, not having a shower, but having probably the best time you could while doing that, this would be the place for it. (laughs) And... You've probably come a long way from your journey from here to Muckleshoot. How was that? Oh, it was absolutely amazing. I mean, it's just amazing in the same way that like a long family car trip is. You know, you still got, you know, a little bit of drama, some issues here and there. But overall, you know, that's part of what the trip is. Testing those bonds uh, to make yourself and your family stronger. Getting to meet all the other people along the way. Um, making sure that everyone is good at the end of the day and fixing the problems that come up. Thank you, Muckleshoot, for hosting. Thank you to all the hosts along the way. We specifically stopped at Lummi, uh, at Samish, at Swinomish, at Tulalip, at, uh, and then uh, Suquamish, and then down here to Muckleshoot. So thank you very much to all of those folks for hosting us. I'm Judy Edwards, and I'm with the Mohawk tribe, but today I'm traveling with the Blue Heron Canoe family, and the father of our canoe is Snohomish. My first um, canoe experience in 2018, and I was unable to go to Lummi in 19, and of course in the pandemic, so I had to come back for the first one after the, you know, the COVID. I I really look at it um, 
really is a huge family reunion. I get to see elders and youth and um, how they come together in the Native culture and we share traditions, food, stories, and just grow from that. I just really love that, but it does. I look at it really as a huge family reunion. It's really difficult to put into words. What is this, you know? So I would say just to observe, respect, and um, learn. Listen to the elders, listen to the stories, listen to the teachings, but really listen. Don't have something in your head of, oh, I know how this is gonna go. Listen, really hear the teachings and witness the, what's happening on the dance floor. Listen to the stories, to everyone you meet right? Because everyone has a story. And if we just really listen, we can learn from it. It's a journey, that's for sure. <laughs> um, sometimes it's been hard. I keep saying any, you know, what am I? I'm 58, sleeping on the floor for three weeks. <laughs> it's been difficult. But at the same time, I wouldn't change it. It's been, it's just my vacation time. And again, I just keep going back to the reunion, the family reunion. It's just, I look forward to seeing people and meeting new people. So that's it. Uh, I really hope that we just continue to do this year after year. I can't even imagine financially, logistically, all of the efforts that are put into putting a tribal journey on. Um, Muckleshoot has done an amazing job, but uh, I just hope that we can do it year after year because it is such a such a task, such a feat. So I hope we can continue to do it. And other families have stepped up and said that, you know, we'll do it in 25, we'll do it in 29, um, but we'll see what happens. We'll see at the floor today, what happens at the last, who's, if somebody will come forward. <laughs> William Koch, an elder of the Cowlitz Reservation, talks about the natural healing of the physical and spiritual from the influences of drug and alcohol addiction when on the journey. It's the natural ways of our people. we doing things that our ancestors did. It brings us closer and it gives us an understanding inside of who we are. A lot of times we get, as Indian people, we're not really in addiction. We're just into trying to heal that, that void inside us. And then when we get to doing these things and learning all these cultures and, and each stroke of that canoe and you realize who you are inside, and you get in touch with that spirit, that inside, the seventh direction, the darkest direction, the heart hardest one to walk is when we have to look into ourselves and when we do that out there in that canoe because you're pulling and you got to keep pulling you can't stop you know if you stop and the guy next to you stops and the guy in front of you stops then the whole canoe stops and then you're just adrift in the water and, and that's probably scarier than if you had to keep pulling <laughs> and uh, and it gets difficult at times where I've been in the canoe where we get stuck in the same place for hours you're fighting the wind and tides and, and currents and, and you don't go nowhere. Sometimes you have to, to say, okay, it's time to make a soft landing. Wait it out a little bit. Go on later. And you learn how to do these things when you're on journey and it is healing because you realize you're working with a group of people. There's no one person that makes that canoe go across the water. It takes everybody in it. And, and you're all working together. So so when one down, the rest will, will do what they can to pick him up, and that's healing. Because you have a, a network of people that care about you, around you, and they'll help you. And the healing just takes place naturally. 
The paddle to Muckleshoot journey was coming to a close at its final destination in the Muckleshoot Reservation, where the Muckleshoot tribe hosted the protocols for all the canoe families in attendance within their community center. Amidst the beautiful sharing of culture and songs, KWSO got to interview a member of the One People Canoe Society and asked them why they came to this journey. Canoe family member Yaravara tells us more. Uh, my English name is Yarovara. Uh, my Tlingit name is Akjaye. I'm from the Tlingit Nation with One People Canoe Society. We traveled down here from Alaska. We came to paddle. We came to share water. We came to meet new folks and uh, make connections and healing and watch and observe and learn. The journey's been amazing. There's been hard moments. There's been fun moments. There's been powerful moments. It's it, there's always there's always something, and and you never know what to expect. You know, one of the things we really we really try to focus on is working together, because without without being able to work together, none of us would get to one place. From paddling together and working together and just letting all of those things that would challenge us fall aside until we get to the, the end of our journey. Typically, but this is the first it's happened in, in several years, four, four years, I think. You know, everyone has their own journey and no one no one's journey is the same as anyone else's. And so we really encourage everyone to, to come at whatever level they can. If it's just come to watch, if it's come to help carry a canoe, if it's come to make sandwiches, if it's come to move gear from one place to the next, if it's if it's come to get in the canoe and paddle, you know, everyone has a place to, a role to play in the journey for sure. And we, none of us would be anywhere without all of those roles. You know, as One People Canoe Society, we really welcome anyone, you know, we, we welcome Alaskans from all over. We welcome people who are just learning, who are just starting out, who are veteran pullers, who are been doing it their whole lives. We welcome kids and elders and, you know, that's pretty much the name, the why we named our, our canoe family. What we did is One People is because we are truly all one and we just want to make sure that everyone has a place. The University of Washington's canoe family, Shell House, had an incredible tale of why they're on the canoe journey. KWSO got to interview Shell House's skipper, Jared Edge, who shared the canoe family's story. All right, hot slake, kolkeen and bustitsta, kalalcha dufalalap, skajitubs ishwadubschun. Good day, my name is Kolkeen the Fourth. My English name is Jared Edge. I grew up on the Indian Reservation, but I'm a member of the Upper Skagit Indian Tribe with lineage to the Swinomish as well. And today I'm out here working as the Chawail Ishud skipper. So I'm the skipper for the University of Washington Shell House canoe family. Um, and we're about to be doing protocol here in the next couple hours. So we're getting ready for that. To be honest, I grew up uh, pulling with Tulalip a lot and so getting to experience canoe journey with them was a really eye-opening experience and cultural experience for me as a child so after I went to higher education and got my degree and everything I was actually came back to the UW as one of their two Native American admissions counselors and this has been a project that started when I was still a student back in 2018 so it's been a long oncoming process and we wanted to come out here to not only show hey natives have a place in higher education but canoe culture can come and be at the university as well and that it's open to any students as long as you just come to the U. So I would say if you haven't already been out here 
and you're a little cautious of potentially coming out just because this is can be a very large groups just come out to one of the landings check out our protocol and you're going to see what the culture of canoe journey is all about and i hope you fall in love with it as quick as i did just because anytime i'm out here i'm out here living my best life uh just the people around me there's good medicine all the time having good spirits sharing culture food with everyone it's it's a way of life that i wish we practiced more in our country but it's something that we as indigenous people get to come out together and enjoy so i'd highly recommend if you have the chance to at least go out and see a landing for protocol or come out to a protocol like this highly recommend always encourage people to come and check out canoe culture anything else uh remember higher education is always attainable for you whether that be community college getting a professional degree anything like that it is always possible for you use your travel resources if you can if not get in contact with people that are going to get you connected to resources come out and enjoy canoe culture i cannot tell you that enough come out and enjoy canoe culture it is something that is going to help change your perspective on life and make you realize other things not only about canoe culture itself but about yourself it's always a learning process out here no matter how many times you've been on journey so definitely recommend coming out and enjoying it all right that was Jared Edge, University of Washington's Shellhouse skipper, who shared the story of his canoe family. I'm Samaikan Allen, reporting for the Our People and Mother Earth program on 91.9 FM KWSO.